At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You heard the man. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Football season is heating up, and so are we. So mark your calendars because you're going to be busy from now until February 2nd 2020. So get your affairs in order. Give a hug to your loved ones and jump on the straight out of Vegas train because, yeah, it's left the station, but you're always welcome. Come one, come all, and yeah, tell your friends. This is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As you know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio from 3 to 4 Pacific, 6 to 7 Eastern with RJ Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. And in case you missed it, for the remainder of the football season, we'll be joined in studio for uh, w- by America's favorite rock and tour, the only two-time winner of the prestigious Hilton Now Westgate Super Contest. That would be the inimitable Mr. Steve Fezzik. He's with us on the Saturday night edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As they say in Chanhassen, it's going to be lit. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Fez, we've got a busy, busy show with a full slate. We're going to be looking ahead to the key games tomorrow. But before we look ahead, I want to briefly look back because the Thursday night game between Seattle and the Rams, a divisional tilt in which the Seahawks won 30-29, to has a lot of talking points. And, you know, as a kid growing up, I always wanted to be a garbage man because they only work Tuesdays. And, you know, think if Russell Wilson only had to work Thursdays. He'd be 6-0 straight up, 
excuse me, six and zero against the spread in that spot. Seven and one straight up. He engineers a win, a key win for the Seahawks. But the reason I want to chop up this game so much, Fez, is because there are three key talking points, the first of which something you have always preached, getting the best of the number. This actually opened up Seattle plus one. Tell the folks where it went from there. Yeah, so Seattle plus one, the opener went to Pickham, and then for pretty much the majority of the rest of the week, Seattle was minus one, and then on Thursday – especially Thursday night as we headed towards kickoff. It went up to Seattle minus one half, a lot of public money on the Seahawks. And it went back and forth. Basically, either team could have won. Bottom line is Seattle wins by one. And if you ask who covered the game, well, it all depends. That's right. And which leads to our second talking point, which has to do with the phenomenon where through the first quadrant of the NFL, four weeks, and typically the first three weeks, the dogs cover more than not. You know, historically, it's been well over 50%. But by week four, the Lions start to get really sharp. There are no mysteries. And uh, it starts to get a little bit more evened out. And as a matter of fact, the research I did showed that by week four, the dogs dropped to about 46%. Not last week. The uh, underdogs were 11-2 and two against the number last week. So they're now 38-22. and 22 against the number, 62% on the year, and road teams now 43-16-1 against the spread. But, Faz, as you just said, unless you got that one-and-a-half with uh, the Rams, you wouldn't have covered as a dog unless you got the best and latest number. Yeah, and for those of you out there that do bet, the number one piece of advice I can give, and this is really vital, is to get multiple outs because if you had – three or four outs on this game, if you bet this game on game day, you really should have pushed or won regardless of who you played on. And more often than not, it really doesn't make a difference what the spread you get on a game is unless it lands on the number, Bernie, and then it means everything. All right. So any other takeaways from that game? Obviously, one of the things we've talked about pre-show was that Todd Gurley sort of wore down. And on a go-forward basis, the Rams will host – the uh, 49ers next week. I don't want to look. I don't want to talk about that game too much. But when you when you when you back the Rams, you have to consider the relative health of Todd Gurley. Yeah, and I'm really concerned about the Rams long term this year. We saw Gurley look good in the first quarter. He had about 30 yards rushing on his first six carries, and then basically he was a non-factor the rest of the game, only averaging two yards per rush, only caught three passes for six yards. And we've seen this from Gurley since about week 15 last year, all the way through the Super Bowl where McVay and company said, oh, he's fine. Yeah, I expect that his usage is going to go up, and it just hasn't, and he has that chronic knee condition. And as the year goes Along and we get later, later in the year, I think we're going to continue to see less of Gurley. And what do we know about Goff? He needs that play action to set up his success, and I think it may well compromise the Rams' offense as we go deeper into the year. Something to watch as the season wears on. All right, let's head to Pittsburgh, Fez, where the Steelers, uncharacteristically, a three-and-a-half-point underdog to the visiting Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers finally get off the schneid last week. Mason Rudolph, 24-28 for 229 yards, but it was really kind of a dink-and-dunk show. One of the factors that jumped out at me for tomorrow's game, Mike Tomlin, a paltry 4-11 straight up and 5-7-2 against the spread. 
as a home dog, they're catching three and a half against Lamar Jackson and company. You know, I think the story here is Baltimore being overrated. I don't know what Baltimore has done to be worthy of being a three and a half point favorite on the road here in Pittsburgh. If you look at Baltimore's analytic numbers on defense, I can tell you, Bernie, they are last in the league in terms of yards per play given up. They give up seven yards per play. Think about that. So you run three plays, you're 21 yards down the field. This is despite playing a schedule that includes two of the worst teams in the NFL, including the Miami Dolphins and, of course, the Arizona Cardinals. And I think everyone's watching the improvement of Lamar Jackson, and the betters are not paying enough attention to how much that Baltimore defense has struggled, especially the last two weeks. You're spot on. And granted, one of those games was versus the Kansas City Chiefs and then last week at home against Cleveland, but the once-proud Raven defense has now surrendered a season-high 500-plus yards in consecutive games for the first time ever. Tough to win games in the NFL when you do that, and they're a road favorite at Pittsburgh tomorrow. Eileen Pittsburgh fan. And they're a historic road favorite. This is the first time, right, that they've ever been a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Pittsburgh, the Baltimore Ravens. Excellent point. All right, let's head across the pond, as they say, with the Oakland Raiders uh, one of those dogs we talked about, might they cash? Not so much. I really like the Bears in this spot. We're going to dive into this. Chicago, five, five and a half on the road. And, Fez, this London idea has really become a thing. There's not just a short sample anymore. They've played 25 games in London. And the underdogs, if you blindly bet the underdogs, uh, you uh, might be in trouble. Four, 20, and one straight up underdogs, eight and 17 against the number all times in London. Frankly, I think the Bears offense runs better under Chase Daniels, and the Raiders are missing a key uh, component on defense, which I'll talk about in a second. How do you see this game? Yeah, let's talk about the quarterback. And so Chase Daniel takes over for the much despised, at least this year, Trubisky in Chicago. And I think the team got a whole lot of energy when Trubisky exited against yeah. the Vikings. You saw Chase Daniel seemingly he could do things that um, Trubisky was not comfortable doing. I'm not sure long-term whether Daniel is the answer versus Trubisky, but certainly right now I think the team responded with more energy. I will tell you this, Bernie, in terms of the travel schedule, there's a sneaky edge, I believe, in this game that goes to the Bears. Now, the Bears flew out Thursday night, arrived on Friday. The Raiders have been in London all week long. Advantage Raiders, you would think, well, not so fast. As it turns out, the book is pretty much out on how to travel to London, and the later you travel, the better. And who would know better in quirky situations like this than the genius, Belichick? What have the Patriots done when they go to London? They try to travel as late as possible. The Patriots have had two games in London. They've outscored their opponents 83-14, to 14, and even the Jacksonville Jaguars that team has said, you know, we got it wrong initially. We go to London all the time. We used to go out there and prep for a week, and it's such a disruption in a foreign country. And Jacksonville said, we learned you want to fly later and not have your entire week disrupted. And I really feel the Raiders, especially off of a win, an organization that's not buttoned up, spending the week in London, I don't know if they're going to be ready. I think that's more grist for the mill, and I think it's an excellent point. I frankly think this game could be played for Mattisab at a Zanzibar, and the Bears are going to crush this team. And a couple quick footnotes before we move along. I really believe the Raiders are going to miss Vontez Perfect. They will miss him. Uh, he's the type of guy that calls plays on defense, makes pre-snap reads. And on the other flip side, Khalil Mack, I think, is on a mission to wreck his former team. I think it's going to be a long day for the Oakland 
Raiders in Jolly London. Okay, Fez, a game that features two rookie quarterbacks. Jacksonville visits Carolina. The Panthers, a short three-and-a-half-point favorite. The Jags have gone 23 straight games without a 100-yard rusher. That got fixed last week as Leonard Fournette rushed for 225 versus Denver. The real question here is which Kyle Allen shows up. Yeah, exactly right. And and by the way, we refer to Kyle Allen as a rookie. He did play last year, Week 17. I like to call these quarterbacks, and we've got five of them, the unexpected starters, so guys that have taken over for um, the – starting quarterbacks for their teams. And frankly, a lot of the metrics say these are the two most successful quarterbacks, Kyle Allen and, of course, the stash, uh, Minshew for Jacksonville. I'm going to make the case that Minshew has actually been more impressive. And here's my case. The last two weeks, Minshew played in the rain, was had a really nice game, and then had to play in Denver in a whole lot of wind and led his team to a game-winning drive going into a 20-mile-an-hour win, so a really rough uh, situation for Minshew, and he succeeded. Now, Kyle Allen's been playing really well as well the last two weeks, but Kyle Allen has fumbled five times, Bernie, and I think that that isn't showing up in his passing statistics, and I'm concerned with that Jacksonville pass rush. Is Kyle Allen going to be able to hold on to the ball this game? Well, and you bring up a good point. That Jacksonville pass rush is a real thing. Six in the league in sacks, averaging over three sacks a game, and that doesn't include the time that Jacksonville gets pressure on the quarterback or hits the quarterback or makes the quarterback hurry before a play is able to form ball security is going to be huge in this game Jacksonville and Carolina with a couple of rookie quarterbacks we've got Minnesota and the New York Giants I've got an extremely strong opinion on this game we've got Green Bay Dallas New England Washington Jets Philly right on down the line we've got plenty of games including best bets at the end of the show, Fez will have a best bet. I will have a best bet. And our producer, Sleepy J, will also have a best bet. I, don't want to, I want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit as to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashback match. I'm Bernie Fratto. He's Steve Fezzik. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code C-N-D-R. That's C-A-N-D-R. Only on the DK Horse app. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS, 21-PLUS in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And I'm, of course, joined in studio by Steve Fezzik. Steve, next up, the Minnesota Vikings... Visit New York. They're laying five, five and a half against the New York Giants. Vikings in the news this week. I feel this is a get right game for them. I believe you have that New York Giant defense ranked about 30th. Yeah, and the stats, the Giants are the number 30 team in the league, only two worse than them. And while I give Daniel Jones credit, I've watched him now a couple of games and I've been able to evaluate him, and I think I'm qualified to do that. All the years I covered the Detroit Lions, did pre and post. Hits is a kid who can scan the field. He's a very good athlete, by the way. 
Excellent arm strength. He's accurate. He's smart. He can scan the field. He makes his read progressions. He will uh, look at his second, third options. He creates positive yardage. He's accurate. But here's the big but, Pee Wee. Mike Zimmer in these spots. Vikings coming off an extremely disappointing home loss. Mike Zimmer, 16-3 against the spread when coming off a loss and facing a non-division opponent. And, oh, by the way, did I mention Zimmer 6-0 against the spread when he's a favorite in these situations? And that loss at Chicago hurt my feelings because I had bet on the Minnesota Vikings, and let's face it, their offense was non-existent in this game last week. However, in Vegas we have a term, in Zimmer we trust. Zimmer, if you just blindly bet on him since he started coaching the Vikings, you're cashing 65% of your tickets and obviously so much better when he is off of a loss. So basic strategy off a loss here is to go ahead and back the Minnesota Vikings. The big question is this whole circus with Diggs and asking to be traded and not reporting to practices and meetings early in the week. Mm -hmm. How much of a distraction is this? And I would argue the fact that Kirk Cousins came out and said, you know what? I got to get Diggs and Thielen the ball more. That's on me. I think that mitigates a lot of the uh, problems that the Vikings have had internally this past week. And you listen, I, I don't want to poo poo the fact that the, the, the Vikings will be the beneficiary this week of going up against a defense that really isn't that good. So I got to believe Dalvin Cook gets things going, and I got to believe Thielen and Diggs get more targets. Absolutely, and I do expect that the Vikings' defense is going to be so much better against that compromised Giant defense. The only reason I did not bet the Vikings here, I have a concern about the Giants and their home field advantage. Frankly, this is one of the stadiums that I have rated as being a below-average home field. And I'm wondering, maybe that's going to change this year. With all the excitement with Daniel Jones, I think we're going to see a whole lot more crowd noise than we've seen in the stadium in the past few years. I think think it's clear that Daniel Jones has energized that team. He's got a certain huddle presence that translates. Uh, Where I I guess I weigh in in my final analysis, I, I can't see the Giants winning three in a row. Just can't. Now in this spot, the Vikings are a lot better than they've shown, so I become a fish better, hoping that maybe if they don't win, they just lose by less than five. I can't do that. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this game a little later toward the end of the show. One of the marquee matchups tomorrow night, national TV game, Green Bay at Dallas. This was your look-ahead game last week. Uh, Cowboys currently laying three and a half, as I'm assuming that's correct. Not a great spot for Jason Garrett in these situations historically. Garrett typically, historically, not typically, he's historically 1-17 against the number when following a straight up and against the spread loss. Coming off that, they got pushed around by the Saints last week. I don't think anybody can deny that. Saints were my best bet last week. And for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers, he has always done well versus the Cowboys. Lifetime, he's 6-2, completing 68% of his passes, his touchdown to interception rate is 16 to 2. His QB rating 104. And oh, by the way, as an underdog, Aaron Rodgers 4 0 straight up, 4 0 against the spread. Cowboys Packers. Whole lot of numbers there to summarize. So Zimmer and Minnesota, they're great off of a loss. They respond. Garrett and the Cowboys, they're horrible off of a loss, right? Um, you got to think about why that might be the case. And I'm really not sure why Dallas is so poor. Off of a loss, I do know this. It's a compromised Green Bay team that's heading to Dallas. Whole lot of injuries. We saw that against the Eagles, that uh, Green Bay was playing well 
and they certainly performed statistically, but that team got so banged up. Number one wide receiver Adams, turf toe, he's going to be out, and I really think that they're going to miss him. I think he's one of the more valuable. I know he's one of the more valuable wide receivers in the league. I have him worth a full point. Part yep. of that is the number two wide receiver, Valdez Scantling. Not exactly a um, a household <laughs> name unless you're a fantasy football better. Um, their second best lineman, Balag, is questionable. And Green Bay's number two running back, Williams, is out as well. And let's face it, when Williams and these other guys went out, Green Bay could not run the ball at all against the Eagles last week. And so I have concerns about that and concerns about the Green Bay defense, cluster injuries in the secondary. So with all those problems, I'm frankly really surprised that the money has actually come in on Green Bay against Dallas. We saw the spread was four. It's dropped to three and a half, and it looks like it could even drop down to three. I can tell you this, Bernie, if it does, I'm absolutely going to bet more money on the Dallas Cowboys. Well, and 87% of the money coming in on the Packers. And by the way, I believe it's one of Colin Coward's uh, blazing five picks, the Packers plus three and a half is rationale. And he's not wrong. You've got a Hall of Fame quarterback getting points. And I still think the jury's a bit out on Dak. That was exposed. This is going to be a fun game for me to watch. I haven't decided if I'm going to be involved yet. Fez, but I certainly would defer to your expertise. One key injury for Dallas. Uh, obviously, Dallas really good offensive line, but their best lineman, Smith, is out, and he is critical to their pass protection, so that could well be a factor. Let's head to the nation's capital. Uh, no big shock here. The New England Patriots laying double digits again. They're laying 15 against the Washington Redskins. Colt McCoy will start. Uh, Arnie uh, Spanier and Aaron Torres brought this up. With my hit about an hour ago, my weekly hit, and you know they bring up a good point. Uh, how do you back Washington here? And and they're not wrong, but a couple of things that jump out to me: Tom Brady had a forty-five point nine passer rating last week versus Buffalo, and although the Redskins are zero four as a double-digit dog in recent times, sixty to eleven against the number since two thousand nine. Numerically, there may be value in Washington. This is a game I don't even know if I'll watch, and I certainly will not bet. Yeah, it's interesting what this point spread has done. So Colt McCoy gets named the starter for Washington, and Vegas likes that. And I don't think that Vegas likes Colt McCoy. They just don't like Keenum much. <laughs> and I know they don't like the rookie Haskins, who by all accounts is not ready. So the point spread dropped down to 15 when that was announced. And then I think what happened is the rest of the betters looked at this and said, well, what else do we like about Washington? Well, if the number one thing I like is that Colt McCoy is my quarterback, I think we got problems because he's still facing that New England defense that has only given up one touchdown all year long that New England defense has been dominant and frankly the 14 points the Jets put up was on a, a special teams and a Stidham pick six that was thrown by the Patriots so I think that maybe that is masking a little bit just how dominant the Patriot defense is one thing I know about Washington their best lineman's out their best running back is out Geis they still have Adrian Peterson Wow. At starting running back and their best wide receiver, the rookie McLaurin out of Ohio State, has been great. He's been injured. Their best tight end is out. This team's a mess. Now they're talking about Jay Gruden and what sort of videos he's involved with. I don't think you can back the Redskins here. Nothing to see here. Let's move along. Let's uh, head to another double-digit favorite. Philadelphia laying 14-and-a-half against the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Welcome to the Luke Falk Show. The Jets, Fez, averaging 11 points per game on the year. They're last in yards per game, last in pass yards per game, 
and they're converting their third downs at a rate of 20%. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> yeah, and the joke here is that the Jets are a winless team, and they're off of a bye, and that's a really good spot. And I've got a standing joke with a professional better that I interact with all the time, and he always texts me at the beginning of the week, so, Fez, you're going to back the Jets in Miami? It's a good spot for both of those teams. Seemingly, it's always a good spot. You know why, Bernie? Because they're seemingly always off of the disappointing losses and bad performances and in bounce-back situations. Well, I'm not going to do it with my money. Luke Falk, I have him as the worst starting quarterback (laughs) in the league right now. I don't really like Darnold very much, and I have Luke Falk six points worse on the point spread than uh, Darnold, and I know that Luke Falk has led his team to three points in the past eight quarters. So uh, with that big downgrade at quarterback and the Jets D still hurting with cluster injuries at linebacker, another game where, of course, I'm concerned that Philly, with their injuries, can they pull away? And I think the Jets may well just hand them some points to enable the Eagles to cover. I'm on the sidelines on this one as well. We have several more games to get to, including Atlanta, Houston, Buffalo, Tennessee, Denver at the Chargers. How about Indy Kansas City and that Patrick Mahomes guy, Tampa Bay, Orlando. And and we'll also have best bets at the end of the show. We'll be giving you three best bets tonight. So a lot more NFL stuff to go over. But first, let's go to the man. He's been known to dazzle karaoke audiences with his rendition of Umbop by Hanson. Let's go to Brian Finley with the latest. If I only knew what that was, Bernie, let's go to baseball. Garrett Cole flusters the Rays, records 15 strikeouts as his Astros steer clear of Tampa 3-1 to take a two-games-to-none edge in their ALDS. Tampa left the bases juiced in the ninth. The Yankees go up two games to nothing in their ALDS matchup with the Twins after New York scarfed down Minnesota 8-2 thanks to seven runs in the third inning and a Didi Gregorius grand slam. Final games to wrap up on Saturday in college football. 16th-ranked Boise State torments UNLV 38-13. Broncos quarterback Hank Bachmeyer threw for 299 yards and two scores. While 15th-ranked Washington shrivels up on the road. Hand off Scarlett, running right, cups it upfield. Scarlett into the end zone for a touchdown. Stanford Cardinal Radio Network, Cameron Scarlett dashed for 151 yards behind several backup offensive linemen as the Cardinal astonish Washington 23-13 the final, while third-ranked Georgia blankets Tennessee 43-14. The Bulldogs had 526 yards of offense. Number four, Ohio State tattoos 25th-ranked Michigan State 34-10. Justin Fields accounted for three touchdowns. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And finally, according to ESPN, Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hill listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Chiefs with a quad injury is good to go. Bernie Frato always good to go on the NFL injury report list, and he is back at it in the Geico Fox Sports Studios. Brian, I guarantee you, if you YouTube that song, it came out in 99 <laughs> in the heyday of your teenage years, I'm guessing. I actually I was you not Eric even... Roberts and Chris Perfett, and you're going to YouTube it and go, oh my God, you got to be kidding. That was one of the bubblegummiest songs of 1999. Bernie, I was not a teenager yet. <laughs> to that point. <laughs> you know, uh, we've exposed one thing here that's undeniable. I, I got a few holes in my game. Okay. <laughs> let's move on, Fez. Thanks, Brian. Uh, let's head to Houston. The Texans laying four and a half against Atlanta. 
Falcons allow a season-high yardage the last two weeks, only one and three through their first four. Their, their, their record against the spread, Fezzik, leaves something to be desired. Yes, and if you look at their record against the spread against AFC teams, staggeringly bad. How bad? 0-13 against the spread, 1-12 and straight up. So Atlanta has just been awful against the AFC. Let's think about this now. What could be causing this? Well, certainly a good theory is that you haven't faced these teams in four years. And if you see a, an opponent you're unfamiliar with, maybe your prep is just incorrect and you're struggling as a coaching staff to get ready for those unfamiliar opponents. And now Atlanta faces their third straight unfamiliar opponent from the AFC in the Houston Texans. I do know this. The last two weeks, Atlanta has trailed by 17 points at halftime. They weren't ready to go in their last two games against AFC opponents, including the Titans last week. And because of that, there's no way, no way, I'm going to back the Atlanta Falcons, despite the fact that the Falcons actually have pretty darn good statistics year-to-date for a team that is struggling immensely. There's one question I want to ask you before we move on. Uh Deshaun Watson has been Superman. He's been hit more than Rocky Balboa. If Atlanta can dial up anything to get to you, he cannot keep taking hits like this. Yeah, Atlanta might be the right opponent for him, though, because Atlanta is the fifth worst team in the league in terms of getting sacks. And you're right, that pass protection for Houston has been bad. Two weeks ago, they only gave up two sacks. They juggled their O-line, and the talk was, hey, Houston, you know, put some rookies in there. It's going to improve. Well, it didn't improve last week. Watson got sacked six times. Yeah, he did, and he gets hit the times he's not sacked as well. He's hit a lot. That just simply can't continue. I mean, that's Andrew Luck, you know, revisited. I give him top credit. He's a tough kid, but that can't continue. All right, Buffalo at Tennessee, uh, the uh, Titans laying three in what I believe will probably be one of the more lower-scoring games of the week. An interesting footnote, in the last five years, Buffalo's 4-1 against the spread following the New England game. Good news for the Bills as well. Josh Allen has cleared concussion protocol, and he will play. You know, I'm very curious in terms of Vegas and what they're saying with the line move because I think a lot of people didn't expect Josh Allen to play. I thought maybe it would be about 50-50 for him to clear concussion protocol, and the Titans were laying three. And I expected, oh, if Josh Allen plays, this line's going to drop. But it hasn't, Bernie. It has stayed three. Tennessee's still laying three. What is going on here? Because I know this. Josh Allen is better than Barkley at quarterback, especially with his ability to scramble and to move. And now maybe what Vegas is saying is that coming off that concussion, maybe Allen isn't going to run as much, and then he, thus he'll be less effective. I do know this about Tennessee. Mariota hasn't been very good the past few years, and a big part of his has been recurring injuries. He's just never looked right, and because of that, it's compromised his ability to go ahead and run those RPOs and run the offense. Last week, I watched that entire game against Atlanta. Mariota looked as nimble and as quick as I've seen him in many games. And because of that, we might see a Tennessee team that's going to have an uptick in their power rating. Here's what scares me about that game, and I will probably play Buffalo for half a unit. I think Buffalo is live to win the game outright. Can Tennessee do something like that two weeks in a row? A very uncharacteristic double-digit win for the Titans. Tennessee is 3-12 and against the number. When coming off a double-digit win and facing an above 500 opponent the following week, 
I I gotta tell you, I think Buffalo's really live here. Yeah, and anyone who watched the Bills lose to the Patriots last week, and the way we keep scoring Vegas, they won because they covered the plus seven. Clearly, the defense got after Tom Brady, shut him down, and Buffalo, frankly, dominated the statistics in yes. that game. Just minus three in turnovers, and you know the the special teams, the blocked punt, basically is what the game spun on. Fez, that defense is for real. That Buffalo defense, I believe is uh, for real, and we'll never know what would have happened had Josh Allen not gotten hurt, but they're a better team with Josh Allen. One of the games here on the left coast that uh, will involve, I think, two teams that will really make you scratch your head. The Chargers, at one point, were laying 6.5 to the visiting Denver Broncos tomorrow. I believe that line, Fez, is down to 6. I think there's been a lot of Denver backers, as a matter of fact. uh, Well, anyway, let's not go down that road. Here's the deal. What's new? The Chargers continue to be uh, a mash unit. Uh, They've got a ton of injuries. I'll let you go through those in a minute. But it seems like six uh, six points uh, for for my money is too many. If you're going to lay the wood here, the Chargers only 7-10 against the spread and their last – their last, uh, you know, 17 at home. Yeah, so this game I think speaks volumes about how the pros bet the NFL – the Denver Broncos, going back to last year, they're 0-8 straight up. They're 0-7-1 against the spread. No one would want to bet that team, right? Well, the pro bettors don't care about that. They're just evaluating based upon this week and how good the teams are, and they're coming in against the Chargers. And frankly, this is a pattern, Bernie. We've seen this all year long with all these injuries for the Chargers, and it really started big time week two. Remember when your Lions were playing the Chargers and they are catching three, and that game went all the way to pick them. So the pro bettors don't like the Charger team at all, and they're lining up to bet against them again this week with this line actually down to six and even five and a half. And the injuries, well, the Chargers have had all kinds of injury problems all year long. Their best lineman's been out. Their tight end, Henry. Two safeties have been out. And now the Chargers, the, the rusher, Melvin Ingram, is out as well. And the Chargers have cluster injuries at wide receiver. Basically, an injury report that's too long for me to read. And that's why the money's coming in on a Bronco team that has done nothing all year long other than give away two home games that they probably should have won. I think you find a hungry Denver team at 0-4 tomorrow. Vic Fangio clearly has not gotten it done. Can Joe Flacco find lightning in a bottle? I feel like, Fez, this is a game that the Chargers probably win, but by maybe a field goal. Yeah, and, you know, the Chargers under Coach Lynn seem to find ways sometimes to lose these games that um, they should have won. I know this is what happened last year when they were hosting Denver. He's Steve Fezzik. I'm Bernie Fratto. We've still got NDKC to get to best bets. And we're going to talk about something that I teased at the beginning of the show, and that's having to do with the market report and how dogs have done so well the first four weeks. And I want to have Steve Fezzik talk about how you factor that in in your handicapping for the remainder of the season. And, again, don't forget we've got three best bets coming up at the end of the show. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And, hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And, again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles. That would be Eric Roberts, Chris Perfett, and Brian Finley. Thanks so much for all that you do turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. Steve Fezzik, a couple games to get to before we talk about best bets. Cincinnati uh, and Arizona. Cincinnati's home against Arizona. Uh, what's the latest line on that, if you mind? Cincinnati minus three. Okay, here's why I bring that up, because the Bengals are just 5-12 and 12 against the number when facing a winless opponent and the Arizona Cardinals. 
not from what I've seen, have won a game yet in the National Football League circa 2019. Yeah, and only in straight out of Vegas are we going to not only break down Cincinnati, Arizona, but we're going to talk about some derivative betting within that game. Yeah, I'm going to make it's good. I'm going to make a strong case that all year long, from based upon what I'm seeing, if you like Arizona in a game, you probably should bet them in the second half. And if you don't like them, I would bet against them in the first half. Arizona has been very poor in the first half. How bad have they been? Well, they've been outscored by 46 points, the Cardinals have, in the first half. Arizona, as bad as they've been this year, they've actually outscored their opponents by five points in the second half. So what is going on here? My theory is they've got this quirky air raid offense where they go ahead and they snap the ball at a very quick pace and it tires out the defenses, but it doesn't work until the defenses get tired. We saw that when your Detroit Lions wore out at the end of the game week one. So because of that, I'm looking to bet against Arizona early in games, especially in a game like this where it has a 10 a.m. start time. Bad for the internal clocks of the Arizona Cardinal team coming from the West Coast and having their early start time. So if you like the Bengals, I'd play them in the first half minus two and a half. If you like the Cardinals, I'd look to play them in the second half. All right, fair enough. Uh, I think you you raise an excellent point here, and uh, there's plenty of ways to bet, including first-half wagering, which uh, a lot of folks do quite well at, and you bring up a good point. The NFL is a four-quarter game, but not all teams uh, can hang a number over a four-quarter. It's there are three phases to a game, offense, defense, and, of course, special teams. And the Bengals haven't exactly been stellar, I would say, in those regards. Let's go to the <laughs> Sunday night game uh, because, speaking of tiring out defenses, Indianapolis catching 11 tomorrow at Kansas City Patrick Mahomes has now gone 25 straight games as a starter where his team scored at least 25 points. However, you have to juxtapose that factoid against this. Double-digit Sunday night home favorites are merely a paltry 13-29-1 all-time. So there's only been 42, you know, Sunday night home favorites, double-digit, 13-29. and 29. So... You know, that's not exactly heartwarming, but how in the world do you back the Colts here? Yeah, I don't think you can back the Colts with all their injuries. And let's face it, we saw that last week. Remember the Colts were laying seven against Oakland all week long, and then right before the game kicked off, Indy was only laying five because of all these injuries to their team, and then they lose outright to the Raiders, and they still have all these injuries, uh, cluster injuries at safety, and uh, their best linebacker, Leonard, looks like he's going to be out. And, of course, on offense, their two best um, skill position players, T.Y. Hilton, is compromised, and the running back, Mack, without these guys, I just cannot back Indy because, let's face it, we know Kansas City Bernie's going to get their points. So if Kansas City is going to be in the 30s, we're going to need Indy to go ahead and get 25 points to cover this 11-point spread. I don't think they can do it. Before we get to best bets, a couple bits of business, Fez. After four weeks, what do your eyes tell you? Who's the best team in the AFC and in the NFC? Yeah, in the AFC, I have the New England Patriots as my number one team with Kansas City right behind them. And I do have those as the two best teams in the NFL, mm-hmm. and then in the NFC, certainly have the Rams, actually, number one, Dallas Cowboys, number two, in the NFC. And what will be interesting is to see what happens as the year progresses with Gurley and the play action for Goff if the Rams don't regress, and maybe there's an opportunity for someone to emerge in the NFC as the best team. One of the other things I want to talk about before we get to best bets, we, uh, again, tease this at the beginning of the show, 
Dogs continue to absolutely bark. Usually after three weeks, the dogs are covering north of 50%, and then it starts to regress back to the mean. That didn't happen last week. Week four dogs were 11-2 and two against the number, I believe 7-1 outright. Now 38-22 and 22 on the year, 62%. Road teams also been very favorable for their backers. Now 43-16-1 against the number. We touched on this briefly in the opening segment when we talked about the Seattle game. However, on a go-forward basis, how do you factor that into your handicapping? I would not overreact to a small sample where you've seen these dogs covering at such a high rate. In fact, I'll, I'll go ahead and make a, um, a prediction here. If you blindly bet on underdogs for the rest of the year, every game, you'll lose. And if you blindly bet on favorites every game the rest of the year, you'll lose. Why? Because to beat that dastardly bookie, remember, you're laying 11 to make 10. You've got to hit 52.4% to just break even. And I think that what we're going to see is that the favorites are going to cover right around 50% the rest of the year. Historically, the numbers back you up completely. And typically, that starts after the third week, and it drops to 46% the remainder of the year. So week four, I think, was a bit of an outlier. All right, let's get to best bets. I'll start with Sleepy Jay. Uh, Sleepy's taking a well-deserved night off. He came in, helped us set up. But Sleepy likes the under in the Dallas-Green Bay game. The number is about 47. So Sleepy's best bet for Week 5, under in Dallas-Green Bay, 47. Yeah, Sleepy knows all about the injuries for both teams, especially for Green Bay, makes sense to me. Fez? Your best bet for week five. Best bet, Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus three against the New Orleans Saints. And this is a bet against Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater right now, he's ranked 32 out of 33 quarterbacks, second to worst in QBR. And I got to tell you, the more I look at Bridgewater's numbers, he has zero long completions of 15 yards or more all year long. Now, New Orleans, I think, is overvalued because they won in Seattle and they went ahead and beat Dallas. But that was much more about the ball bouncing right in Seattle and the defense playing great. So because of all that, I'm on the Bucks plus the three. Bridgewater also factors in to one of your Fezzik stats this week. Unexpected starters who continue to thrive in the NFL. These are quarterbacks now 11-0 against the number. Bridgewater, part of that group, now 2-0. But you look to break that chain tomorrow night. So you like Tampa Bay plus three. Yes, I did, and I bet Tampa plus three. All right, my, my best bet, we talked about this earlier. I really love the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow. Mike Zimmer laying five. He's 16 and three against the number. When coming off a loss and facing a non-divisional opponent, six and zero against the spread in this situation. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. He's Steve Fezzik. I'm Bernie Fratto. Next up, the man from Nashville. We welcome back. It's Jason Martin, and it's time for the Jason Martin Show. So keep it locked. Straight out of Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.